My name is Scott Challoner and you are listening to the Leaders' Council podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. As regular listeners of this programme will know, part of our mission here at the Leaders' Council is to bring you a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. And today, that mission takes us to Evolution, a professional coaching and training provider to businesses and individuals. And we're speaking with Managing Director and Founder Martin Crump on the show. Uh, Martin, very warm welcome to yourself today. And by all means, thank you for joining us. Good morning. Uh, Thanks very much for having me. Uh, it's been brilliant having you with us, Martin. Now, um, you founded, of course, Evolution and have run the business for over 25 years now. And this business works with leaders sort of in all sectors, with you sort of being a coach, a facilitator and a trainer to business leaders sort of helping in their development. But I'm interested to understand more about the story behind Evolution. Um, when did you sort of realise that going down the path of coaching would be the way forward for you? Um, I guess, well... 25 years ago, uh, I was made redundant. Um, I was working in manufacturing as a training officer at the time. So I was training and working within HR and uh, working on people development. And I decided that um, the redundancy was an opportunity. Um, And it gave me, from a financial point of view, it gave me about a year to actually um, establish evolution and get us started, um, which was really valuable. And I decided that I wanted to sort of spread out um, outside of just one organisation and to sort of work with as many different people as possible. And um, given that obviously you sort of help educate leaders, how would you sort of describe your own kind of personal leadership style which has developed over the years in the work that you've been doing? I guess my own style is very much collaborative. Um, and the, obviously, you know, my, my role is to provide a vision and a, a direction for the organization, but also I totally appreciate that people have got a lot more skills than I have in specific areas. And also, um, I, I do sort of believe that everyone has unlimited potential and by giving people opportunities and working together and, and utilizing their skills, um, it just means that we've got much more chance of achieving what it is we want to achieve. And obviously with working over uh, many, many years with leaders and sort of educating them, as I've said there, um, I suppose you've also encountered a great many of the sort of various issues and problems that leaders encounter on a daily basis. Um, What are some of the key fundamental issues, would you say, that face leaders today in the 21st century? I guess that the the quote that I've heard several times from leaders is that this job would be really easy if it wasn't for the people. so I guess the, the, the individuality, the diversity of individuals, regardless of where they come from, what their background is, just personality types, where they behave, um, just the way that they feel on a day-to-day basis is probably the, the biggest challenge that I've come across for leaders. There are all sorts of external challenges you know, around the economy and, um, and all, all of the sort of national and international issues that, that we come across. But I think on a day-to-day basis and on a sort of medium-term basis the, the biggest issue they have is around getting the best out of the people they've got yeah now obviously leaders have faced um, an immense challenge haven't they over the uh, the last couple of years in the shape mm. of the uh, the covid19 pandemic for sure and that's really sort of tested leadership to the uh, the limit um have you sort of seen any kind of patterns in sort of leaders behavior or the issues that they face sort of coming out of the other side um, of that just from your experience yeah, I think for me, the, the biggest um, difference has been uh, the creativity and flexibility that leaders have had to uh, to, to arrive at and to utilise over the last couple of years in, in terms of keeping the wheels turning. 
um, very quick response to lockdown initially, and and so with all of the um, remote working, uh, but also the the issue of then having to try and lead people in the way that they led them before, but remotely. So it was a very quick um, learning curve for a lot of people, and I was coaching quite a lot of leaders through that process. Um, and now the opposite is is the, the case where people are you know are, are wanting to come back to the office, or some aren't wanting to, but the organisation is trying to get a mix. And I think that the ones the leaders who have planned and put in um, a sort of a way of hybrid working are the ones who are really sort of benefiting now from it uh, in all sorts of different ways. So the ones who had planned it and were working towards it and so had sort of policies in place and a, and a strategy in place 12 months ago, they're finding the transition to where we are now a lot easier than the ones who are just suddenly saying, right, everybody back in the office. And there's, there's all kinds of individual issues around that, I think. Mm. Yeah, there certainly so, is. Mm. Yeah, so, so you know, the, the creativity and the flexibility of approach, I think, is the, the thing that, that they've really had to, to get hold of and work with. Yeah, very, very difficult things to obviously sort of grasp. And it's basically a case of kind of evolve and adapt or die, isn't it? Because um, these yeah. things have come out of, out of necessity, haven't they? And um, these are things that are going to be sort of lingering for quite a while because COVID has accelerated the, uh, the digital revolution so much and we've kind of learned it so has. much. Mm. Yeah, it has, and I guess that there are all kinds of, of events like that. If we if we use the evolution analogy, you know, there are extinction events, and there are big changes that happen in in the world globally. Where um, it is, as you say, it's adapt or die. And so the ones who adapt more quickly actually not just survive but thrive through it. And I think that you know the the, the move to more kind of hybrid working approach and, and from a training point of view a more hybrid and blended approach to de- delivering training um, has always been on the card it's always been something i've wanted to work towards but it's forced that to happen and i think there are great advantages to that hybrid working model there are difficulties to it as well but i think that the the organizations and particularly the leaders who you know, embed this kind of approach into their organisation and the ones who are really going to do well in the future with things like work-life balance and mm. all of the mental health issues and, and productivity as well. And so and all of those areas, I think, have, have forced that hand and the ones who have adapted are the ones that are going to do well, I think. Absolutely right. And um, I've spoken to many business leaders who've come onto this programme and talked about sort of the key takeaways from COVID that they've used to, you know, sort of make their businesses more resilient and move into the future, as we've discussed there. Um, Is there anything personally from your point of view as a sort of trainer and coach that maybe you feel you've learned yourself from the pandemic and that you'll be taking forward? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, um, when lockdown happened, we were looking at a really good year and um, we just lost literally all of our business overnight well within three days everything had gone so it was very much a case of um, adapt and adapt quickly so for me I, I was kind of reluctant to use things like zoom and excuse me zoom and teams before um the pandemic but um once we were kind of forced into doing it i'm really seeing the benefits of using that and i'll certainly be be moving um that forward, that's not going to change much. So from a coaching point of view, for example, you know, I can work with different people from all over the country on the same day without any kind of um, problems associated with that. And I don't think any, any lessening of value. Um, it also meant that I'd, I'd had in my mind to create an online academy um, pre-COVID and it had taken me ages to just create one course. And 
now we've got um, we've got an established academy with you know a couple of hundred users, which we launched a few weeks ago. And so, so moving ahead, it's completely changed the, my business model, if you like, in that sense. So a big takeaway for me from it. Yeah, real, real positives. And it goes back to that sort of evolution analogy that we used, uh, didn't it? And incidentally as well, um, you are, of course, a published author, Martin, and one of your works is um, Evolve or Die, which is an ultimate sort of self-help book for leadership figures. And just because obviously we do have a lot of younger viewers that tune into this podcast that are of the entrepreneurial mindset and maybe have that big idea, without sort of mm. giving too much away from those who haven't read that book, um, what are some of the key pieces of advice that somebody you know, with a business idea can really take away from that and use to embark on that road to success, would you say? I guess for me, the key message in all of that is that um, you've got most of the answers yourself. Uh, it's important to ask other people into the network, but you need to be able to ask the questions as well. And so understanding where you want to go and how you're going to get there um, is is really the key to it. And, and the book enables that. So it's a... Um, it's the, the ultimate self-help book, and we call it that because essentially you write it yourself. So there are a number of questions posed, and then a load of blank pages for you to fill in and, and answer yourself. So it is about self-awareness, about self-help, about um, planning your own future, if you like. So um, for me, that's the key takeaway: is that you've got a lot of the answers. You might need to be prompted and probed, which is what coaching and, and training does for you, anyway. Um, but it is your business at the end of the day. If you're an entrepreneur and you want to start it, you don't let anybody tell you you can't do it. Um, just find out for yourself. Exactly right. I mean, sometimes experience is the greatest teacher, isn't it? We learn so much more from our experiences and having to sort of adapt to the pandemic is one thing that um, is a great example of that. I mean, obviously, it's thrust, it's forced our hand. We've had to adapt and um, a lot of businesses we've seen have really, really benefited. And now that we're sort of out of the acute phase of the uh, the pandemic, albeit some of the challenges of COVID are now starting to sort of shrink away, uh, you know, we are still entering sort of a very volatile period with a lot of other global forces in play. So what are some of the key things that sort of leaders are going to have to really take into account in the uh, the future, do you think, based on your own experience? Um, I, I think that there is, as you say, we are entering into a volatile future, but I, I guess the it's always been volatile, maybe not to this extreme. And so, again, flexibility. I think it's important to know what it is that you want, to have a goal, to have a, a five-year plan or a three-year plan or an operational plan for a year. But it's also um, really important not to get stuck on that because the, the environment that you're in might change rapidly. There's a there's a famous saying, isn't there, that you know, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got, which mm. is about consistency. But that's only true if the environment that you're in stays the same. And, and if the environment changes, which it is doing very rapidly now, doing the same thing means that you're not going to get the same thing that you've always got. You know, things are going to change. So, so the ability to be flexible, to be um, able to react to situations, but still have a, a, a kind of ultimate goal in mind, I think is important. But it's also really, really important to utilize the, the excellent skills that you've got in your organization that you might not be tapping into at the moment. You know, as a leader, you don't need to have all the answers. You might have to have all the questions, mm. um, but you don't necessarily need to have all the answers. But people around you can help you find the right answers. And the point you made earlier about wisdom and experience, I think, is valuable. But sometimes that wisdom and experience will limit you in terms of your ability to solve problems. So people will say, you know, oh, we tried that years ago, it didn't work. 
that kind of attitude that I hear in organizations. Yeah, it didn't work years ago in the environment that you're in now, but maybe it will now. I think you raise a very, very important point there, actually, that sort of experience can sometimes hold you back if you don't go into things sort of open-mindedly. And um, like like I say, I, I think there's a great deal of merit in the sense that you know, we can sort of try things again in a changed environment and we can look to sort of, you know, ask questions and show them some authenticity as a leader because quite often I think we feel the pressure to have all of the answers when, plain and simply, that's not always going to be the case. I mean, sometimes you do have to kind of show that vulnerability, don't you, and show that, you know, I don't know everything, yeah. but, you know, we can go through this journey together and we can find solutions. Yeah, and, and I think people really value that, um, you know, that not having the answers. I, when I when I train organisations, I always like um, working with the, I mean, I like working with all organisations because they're all interesting, and, and uh, um, but like the organisations where the leaders, the senior leaders, the chief exec, the, the business owner wants to be on the course as well um, because they're very aware that they can always learn something. And, you know, people say, if I can take one nugget away from today that changes what I do, it's worthwhile. And I think that's a great attitude to have. You know, I've worked with organisations where the senior leaders don't want to be seen to not know everything. And, mm. and I think that's really sad because nobody knows everything. And, and I think the more vulnerable you are in the sense of, you know, what's the best way to do this? Let's find out. And um, that's going to help you survive in, in all kinds of different scenarios. Yeah, I think that's very, very right. I think, you know, that, that, that authenticity, as you said there, is so, so, so very important. And sometimes maybe as leaders, we do get caught up in the culture of sort of looking as if we have all of the answers when plain and simply it's sometimes better not to. And learning is something that happens every single day i mean it's important to acknowledge as well that whether we're at the top of the business we're midway through or we're at the bottom of a business we're never ever a finished product are we we are in a constant state of development and i think a key part of that is you know when there are questions and where there are setbacks i think you've got to respond to that accordingly and you know take setbacks on the chin and use that to become more resilient and use that to improve whereas sometimes i think culturally especially in this country maybe we do shy away from setbacks and shy away from failings a little bit too much when we should really approach it with kind of a win or learn mentality shouldn't we i agree and i think i've got a friend who says everything that happens to me is a learning opportunity and so he asks himself, in whatever happens, what can I learn from this? And I think that's just a great attitude to have. And I think we need to invest in learning opportunities for leaders um, dramatically. You know, and somebody showed me a model years ago, which was a, a pyramid. And it said, you know, this is the amount of, of effort and training we give people at the lowest levels in the organization. And then as we go up, we give people less and less learning. Um, and whereas what we should be doing is inverting that pyramid, really, and giving people, the leaders, the higher up the organization, more and more opportunity to learn and develop and grow because they're the ones that, that influence the culture and the direction and the performance of the business overall. I think that's very, very right and an incredibly important point. I think reinventing that pyramid, as you say, is something that should seriously be uh, be looked at. 
And um, as we sort of enter the future and leaders begin to sort of embrace the challenges of this sort of new post-COVID world, um, I'm just interested, Martin, just to understand before we wrap things up on the programme today, what some of your priorities are going to be at Evolution in sort of helping business leaders and leaders of organisations sort of embrace those challenges that are on the horizon? Um, for me, I think the, the, the key um, to development is that the higher up an organization you go, the more interpersonal skills you need, the less technical skills you need, but the more interpersonal skills. So we've always been focusing on interpersonal and communication skills. And for me, this is about making it more accessible on a regular basis. So our online academy now is, the, is, what, we're, is what we're launching. And um, as I say, we've got a couple of hundred users so far, but it's a, there's, there's a membership option to it. You can buy individual courses, but... For me, the, the great element of that is the flexibility. So we've got organizations who are, who are buying the content and then delivering it themselves. There are people who are involving me in that. There are people who are involving me in coaching people through it. Um, but most importantly, um, people have access to the content forever. And as somebody said to me the other day, we, we have some micro-learning sessions on, and he said he was walking down the corridor to carry out an appraisal. And he had to give somebody some feedback. So he was watching the video on how to give feedback mm. on his phone as he walked towards the the, um, the meeting. And so for me, that immediate access to the skills and the techniques and the knowledge that you need to be able to do what it is you need to do now, I think is the key. And so from an evolution point of view, we're, we're focusing on that kind of technology and the ability for people to access stuff when they need it and where they need it rather than well, I went on a course once. What did I do with that folder? Is, is it in the? Oh, I must have left it at home. Mm. You know, it's that it's that immediate um, response, and you know, and also giving people access. My coaching clients giving people access to me when they need it, um, not at night because I do like to sleep. But you know, so so quick conversations before meetings or after meetings to reflect on things. So I think that for me, um, as, as leaders, leaders need because they're very busy, they need to be able to solve a problem now rather mm. than it disappear if they don't deal with it now and it, and it pop up again next week or the week after or so on. Yeah, I think that's very right. And I think as you start to kind of, you know, execute that and build that side of things up, and I do sort of wish you all the luck in the world, Martin, in executing that to, uh, to perfection and I'll be keep, certainly be keeping a close eye on how things uh, pan out in that respect. And um, for any leaders as well, um, anybody who runs their own business, their own organisation that might be tuning into this today and, you know, might be interested in Evolution's work or maybe even looking into the uh, the online academy, what, Martin, would be their, their best port of call for that? Um, we could email me. Um, uh, martin at evolution-development.com um, or you can give me a ring on um, 01872-555-939 Fantastic, so for anybody of course who is listening into this that may be interested in the work of Evolution or looking into what the Academy provides then please of course do contact uh, Martin Crump on uh, the email or the uh, the phone number that he's just outlined and um, you know what, Martin, I think, um, as like I say, as we start to understand sort of how things are panning out in the uh, the new world and we see what sort of new challenges are on the horizon for this generation of leaders and the next, I would love the opportunity to perhaps catch up with you again and welcome you back onto the show just to kind of reassess the situation and see how things are, how things are changing. Yeah, that'd be great, Scott, any time. I've thoroughly enjoyed having you on the programme today, Martin. It's been wonderful having you with us and by all means, do take care and do stay safe with all that's still going on as well. Thank you. You too.
It's been an immense pleasure welcoming Martin Crump, Managing Director and Lead Coach at Evolution, onto today's programme. And I do hope that everybody tuning in has thoroughly enjoyed the interview today. Um, Just a reminder to all of our listeners tuning in, if you do happen to run your own business or your own organisation, and you feel it has its own story of success and innovation to share with us here at the Leaders' Council, then by all means, we would also like to hear from you. So why not also apply to be on the programme via leaderscouncil.co.uk? forward slash apply until next time you've been listening to the leaders council podcast with your host scott challoner take care to all of our listeners and goodbye